0: Hello and welcome to the Towson Entertainment Podcast with me Paul Collis and today we're going to be taking a look at David Gray's tour at, which is at the point arena today so outside we have five trucks and two tour buses and currently uh, on the build there's nothing really up in the air at the moment all the trusses are at head working height so they're still rigging it up you've got what i can tell so far as LX one and two. LX one is go. LX two is going up as we speak. But yet again, it's just to a slightly higher working height. And both LX one and LX two have got truss tabs on there, so all the cabling is being hidden, and even some of the uh, units will be hidden as well by that. Looks like they've got some uh, trolleys of lights on stage, and I'm not sure at the moment if they are going to be. Uh, bolted to the trusses or if the lights are going to be racked up individually, that I'm sure I'll find out soon enough. Actually no, it is, they are uh, the dollies are being uh, rigged onto the actual trusses, so that saves a lot of time then. (laughs) Currently the sound system isn't in at the moment and they're currently putting that together, so It's a case of me reporting in later on as there's not much going on at the moment apart from everyone beavering away to get the first set of kit up in the air. Who will win? Lighting or sound? We'll be back after this. Anthology of Rage by Paul Collis from X Media. Anthology of Rage is split into four distinct sections. Each section was originally supposed to become a book in their own rights, but unfortunately the author never got around to finishing each project. He did feel though that these pieces of work were too good just to be forgotten about on his hard drive and decided to put them all together in this anthology. Section 1 is a continuation of a tribute to Working at Sea which with the last 7 short stories written from the collection that didn't quite make volume 1 and 2 but were too good to be left unpublished. Section 2. Not quite short stories, but more rants that could be seen to be short stories about Christmas. Section 3. Monologues from the twisted mind of the author. And Section 4 are poems based on the life experiences of the author. So a nice little eclectic mix of short stories and poems. Very interesting read. And if you like anger, this is a book for you. This book is available on paperback, hardback and ebook format on Amazon. David Peter Grey, born 13th of June 1968, was a British singer-songwriter He released his first album in 1993 and received worldwide attention after the release of White Ladder six years later. White Ladder was one of the first of three UK chart toppers in six years for Grey. It became the fifth best-selling album of the 2000s in the UK and ranked the tenth best-selling album of the 21st century in, in the United Kingdom so far in October 2019. Gray is also known for the hit single Babylon from the White Ladder album. He has received four Brit award nominations including two nominations for Best British Male. Gray's early music was in a contemporary folk rock singer-songwriter mode. His primary instrument was acoustic guitar with occasional piano. In 1996's Cell 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 featured some rock arrangements and, and some electric instrumentation. Starting with the release of White Ladder Grey began to make significant use of computer-generated music to accompany his voice and acoustic instruments. In A New Day at Midnight continued his direction, although lyrically it was darker in tone than White Ladder and the instrumentation much more downbeat. In the liner notes, Grey dedicated the album to his father who died in 2001. Despite the move to more complex music, Grey used small-scale, often home-based recording methods and equipment and espoused a do-it-yourself approach to music production however 2005's life in slow motion was a collaboration with the record producer marios the virus so in his band you've got david gray on vocals guitar piano and keyboard with the old classic harmonica rob malone on bass guitar backing vocals keith Pryor on drums percussion backing vocals tim Bradshaw on keyboard guitars Lapsteel. John Smith on guitars and backing vocals and is an occasional touring member. Caroline Dale on cello, piano, backing vocals and is also an occasional touring member. David Kitt, guitarist, guitars, keyboard, backing vocals and occasional touring member. Nim Farrell on backing vocals, percussion and yet again is a occasional touring member. And former long-term band members were. Craig Clune mckloon on drums, percussion, bass, guitar, keyboards, backing vocals. David Nolt, guitar, bass, guitar, keyboards, backing vocals. And Neil McCall on acoustic guitar, electric guitar, mandolin and backing vocals. So the discography is The Century Ends in 1993, Flesh in 1994, Cell, Cell, Cell in 1996, White Ladder in 1998, Lost Songs 95-98, uh, which was released 2001 A New Day at Midnight in 2002 Life in Slow Motion 2005 Draw a Line in 2009 Foundling in 2010 Mutineers in 2014 Gold in Brass Age in 2019 and Ski in 2021 So, he's had a BAFTA Award nomination in 2005 for A Way of Life and that was for best British composer obviously did get it he got nominated in 2001 for best British male soloist Um, best album of the year for lost songs 95 to 98 best single of the year for Babylon and yeah so nominated but didn't win and in 2003 he was nominated again for best male solo artist for the GQ awards In 2002, he won Best Solo Artist And the Grammys In in 2002, he was nominated for Best New Artist In 2020, he was nominated for Best Box or Special Limited Edition Package for Gold in Bass Age Yet again, didn't win The IFPI Platinum Europe Awards He won Album Title for White Ladder in 2000 The Ivan Novello Awards, in in 2001, he was nominated for Best Contemporary Song and won Best Song Musically and Lyrically for Babylon. In 2002, he was nominated for Best Song Musically and Lyrically for Sail Away. And in 2003, for the same category, Best Song Musically and Lyrically, he won with The Other Side. The MTV Music Video Awards, he was nominated in 2001 for Babylon. For best new artist in a video the media music awards in, two, in 2001 he won best international album for white ladder and best international songwriter in 2003 and 2006 he was nominated for best international male in 2002 he was nominated for a pop factory award the best cd release for a new day at midnight and for the cure awards in 2000 he won Best Single for Babylon, in 2003 he was nominated for Innovation in Sound. And then, Smash Hits Poll Winners Party, in 2000 he was nominated again for Best New Male Solo Star. So now we've had a bit of uh, info about David Gray and we're going to get back to uh, what's going on with the stage. We'll be back after this. So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts, but we also have a series of books. The first book is actually two books, it's volume one and volume two, of a tribute to working at sea. The best fiction is based on truth. This is a compilation of short stories, rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated whilst other stories are pure fiction. The title of the book A Tribute To is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth. There are things with alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature. So sit down, relax and enjoy the ride of A Tribute to Working at Sea Volumes 1 and 2 All of these books are available on Amazon and are available in paperback and on Kindle and the links for all these books are in the description below And we're back, so there you've made some real good progress You've got Stage rights Line array A in its correct position and stage left is going to be uh, winched up very shortly so the line arrays are one wide and they are they're 10 deep they've got a smaller line array pointed 45 degrees out for the surround sound effect and so far I've not seen any bass bins yet although they're still uh, using the forklift to put stuff in the stage so these aren't going to be out anytime soon So all the lighting bars are up in the air, front of house 1, LX1, LX2 and they've even got a video wall on LX3 although it's not a complete wall it's just small screen sections to give a nice mapped effect so the whole image will come out complete because of the resolution of the smaller screens like we've seen in previous shows On the uh, lighting bars you have some 4K finals which are brilliant units, absolutely brilliant. Uh, old school tungsten effect. Now, they're currently glowing blue. Why are they glowing blue, I hear you say? Well, these units, so you don't damage the lamps in them, uh, whilst they're flashing it out and making sure the sequences are correct, they're going to just put the uh, units up to uh, 10% so they uh, glow. And then when they uh, hit full effect, they go to uh, full brightness and yeah, white light. Now, why is it blue? Well, that's because they've got a gel in front of it, which is a colour correction. Now, why is it white? So when it goes to full power, it has a certain colour temperature on uh, on the white light. And it looks amazing. I used to use that effect on uh, my follow spot on Les Miserables many many years ago for uh, for when it was nighttime. So to basically change the colour temperature of the light and that's all it was whereas other blue gels would actually turn the light blue this one won't because it's a particular wavelength anyways I digress on the front of house one trust not only have you got four of these 4k units but you've got some AD profiles and then on LX1 you have two of those 4K fresnels and a combination of LED profiles and LED washers and LX2 you have four of the 4K units and a selection of LED profiles and washers as well currently I'm not sure if there's going to be any floor units but they are rigging up a curved truss which will be LX3 and I'm not sure what units are going on there but I can see some batons on the floor which I am hoping that they're going to fly up onto that bar but we'll see soon enough we'll be back after this Master X Media presents Lord of the Memes Bad Dog Farmer Franks Filthy Fucking Farm and Bonnie Bouncing Baby Bussards All three of these books are meme books and they come up with some pretty brutal and hilarious memes which are definitely not for children or the easily offended These are ideal gifts for Secret Santa, Father's Day or even birthday presents for the fun-loving man So why not take a chance and make his day when he gets to read a lot of the Memes meme book all three books are available on Kindle, hardback, and paperback on Amazon. And we're back with a slight update. So it turns out that these 4K finales are not actually 4K finales. i had a good look up close to one of them. The one that was on the floor of the stage, extreme stage left. It's actually made by a company called Showtech and it's essentially a source force 575 watt lamp with a ring of leds on the inside and a led dot on the lens reflector and they've also got internal dimmers built into them at the back so a nice clever piece of technology and it's built on the cheap and it's a it's a interesting piece of technology that uses Old and new, and gives off such a great effect. Because looking at it now, it makes sense with the color correction that I said. Because when I was flashing out, it did look like color correction on a uh, on a 4K from afar, and when I got close, yeah, it's actually the LED strips on the inside and a source for 575 lamp. Clever, very very clever indeed and it has a nice effect especially when you've got lots of them like this image right here anyways we're going to get off on a little break and then when we come back we will be talking about the show itself we'll be back after this The Royal Carnarvon Crescent by Paul Collis from Master X Major when a neighborhood dispute explodes into an all-out war so Chaz Bruford his wife Ellie and their young daughter Aurora move into Carnarvon Crescent. They soon become aware of the troublesome next door neighbour who makes a point of living in her house for over 50 years. From the moment Chaz arrived and began to unload, his new neighbour takes an instant dislike to him and she goes out of her way to make Chaz and his family feel unwelcome. The animosity quickly spirals out of control from both parties and the mutual respect gets lowered right into the gutter from the outset, Chaz comes to realise that this is not just any war, it is a neighbourhood war to end all wars. This book is available to buy on Amazon and this book is available on hardback, paperback and kindle. This book is pure fiction and should not be used as a user manual. And we're back! So, during the show's overture, all the floor standing 4K style units came on with a low tungsten glow. The side screens fired up with a black and white close up of David Gray whilst he was talking, and he was in a down center stage position. Now, the show's lighting was designed to have multiple builds of lighting, so it'll start with a few lights, then add song builds. There'd be more lights added, and then more lights, and more lights. So so it's an old-school style, and it's basically altering the states throughout the song. And say, for example, the the song goes, it gets built up, and then drops down a little bit. So will the lighting? The lighting design would just follow the music in that respect. It would just add as the song gets bigger, and subtract as the song tails off and the whole lighting design was very intricate so lots of shapes within the lights and when I say lots of shapes within the lights it's like certain units crossing each other so when 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 it hits the smoke it's got a nice 3D beam pattern and that was throughout the whole show so you'd have different shapes that the lighting designers put in there that would deliberately catch the smoke to make it look in a certain way so very old school theatrical style lighting Then I also noticed that there were some other lights in on the floor Which I didn't notice during the build so they probably added these in later on during the build Which I would not noticed and those were some more LED wash units on the floor And you also had some LED strip buttons as well at the back of the stage Which I have to say they look really cool actually So sound wise it was a respectfully quiet show with the noise peaking at 102 decibels on the C rating. Now I have to say this sound was better than the 22 karat gold standard that we've been getting used to and yet again it's the second time it's happened it hit the platinum level. It was that crisp and with absolute depth and it felt like 3D. So for example if you look at the stage and David Gray was down centre stage, his guitar would be uh, would sound as though it's coming from down centre stage slightly left by a fraction, so there was a lot of depth within that. Now part one of the show, prior to the interval, there were five pieces of gauze based out at the back of the stage, which were backed with a black backdrop. During the whole of the first part, this was lit up in various ways to give each song a different look such as lighting it with floor units or clipping it with clipping each drape with various different gobo breakups and colours. And at one point it looked like a stained glass window. And another time it looked like a nice winter's frost when it was all these white lights hitting this back hitting these backdrop drapes. And it looked all very frosty and cool and cold. It looked good, it really did. Now, and then at the very end of the uh, first part of the show a kabuki dropped into its hanging position uh, which was above LX1. So part 2 started off after a video intro and this VT was of artwork and stills from the White Ladder album. And then as soon as the uh, video stopped the kabuki dropped to reveal the mapped screen at the back of the stage along with the extra 4k style units at the various different heights at the back of the stage now the uh, map screen was playing just images well visualizations for the whole entirety of the, sh- of the act of the show it would be uh, showing some bright stark colorful images and the side screens well in act one it was black and white for the whole of act one and then to match the vibrancy of the LED map screens at the back of the stage the side screens were in colour in real bright HD colour and it looks good actually, it looked really good So how did David Gray's performance go down? Well, not only did he have a massive stage presence, so did the rest of the band as well I mean they were really on it, very noticeable, very in their their elements while playing their instruments Um, And they were also so full of energy. When I say full, I mean they were full of energy and full of interactions between every member of the band as well. And they had so much enjoyment on their faces whilst uh, performing. It really did come across as uh, it really did come across as such. And they've definitely got a good working chemistry between everyone on that stage. And the audience just fed off of it. Every song received a massive applause and in between songs Some people were No Every song reco- No Every song received a massive applause And in between songs And even in between songs There was cheers and screams And even on top of the songs as well you had I love you Love you David Gray So A lot There was a lot of that actually There's definitely a lot of that And throughout the whole show you also had people standing and swaying in time to the songs. As well as sing along with gusto. And even to the degree that people who were waiting at the bar. They were they were dancing along as well. It's a sight to be seen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast please hit like, subscribe and share. And if you haven't already done so. Why don't you check out more content from Mostrex Media. From my website. That is www.mostrexmedia.com dot info and i'll catch you next time and next time hopefully i won't sound ill bye for now